motorcycle after show. We uh, did pretty good there, right, Mikey? I thought so. Yeah, I think we did pretty good, too. All right. It's really good. He he presi- provided his own sound effects for the for the show, didn't he? He kind of did. I don't think I could make the noise he made. Did he? Can you make that noise? I don't think I could either, no. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. The... Yeah. something like that yeah <laughs> that's that's about the closest i get okay yeah so uh, that went a lot longer than we normally we normally go. go yeah right now we knew that we knew that going in we knew that was gonna me happen and, yes me and chad cannot sit down for 45 minutes and have a conversation no we've never done it no we just it's, it's physically impossible for me and him yeah it's usually about three hours and 45 <laughs> minutes that you guys talk so yeah yeah, we had a we had a, a flow. We had our cheat sheet to kind of go over everything. So we were trying to keep it down. Uh, Mikey was like, you know, banging his hand on his watch, saying, um, "You're at time. You're at time." I'm like, "You don't understand. We're going over." Yeah, just gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's kind of the unfortunate thing. But and I- then after the show, we went up to our living room and we chatted for him for another what hour and a half. At least. At least, yeah. Yeah, so... And there's so much more that we could have gone over in the motorcycle section. We didn't. Gear... There's all... There, I mean, there's just so much. You can't cram all that in in 45 minutes. Right, We yeah. were just kind of getting a gist. So, we'll, you know, we could do another show later on. That is true. So, you know, Mikey, are you wanting to ride a motorcycle when you get old enough to? Kind of. Okay. So... Hopefully you could, you know, you learn from some of the stuff me and Chad said. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of, I think, good points and tips in there that were pretty good for beginners. Okay. Um, And you're just learning how to drive a car. I was going to say, let's get him learning to drive a car here first. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> he's learning. The, the problem, the, the difference, or what's the same is, he's still going to need to look around and scan his area and, and pay attention. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's not going to ma- matter too much of a difference. The difference between driving the car that you're driving now or that you're practicing in and a motorcycle is the clutch. Yeah. So now, Rebecca, you've never driven a stick. I haven't, you know. Okay. So how do you, I mean, so the difference going from a motorcycle into a motorcycle from a car, how was that for you? Oh, that was, it was a big big challenge so um i guess the major thing is i couldn't always tell like what gear i'm in so that was like harder for me because you're always like go faster go faster gear up or whatever and i'm like i am i'm like i'm trying well and and most motorcycles are a little bit weird so you push down to go into first gear so the very bottom when you bottom out on a motorcycle in the in the gear it's first right half a gear up is neutral okay if you go a full click all the way up that second gear third gear fourth gear fifth gear and some have sixth gear yeah depending on the bike so ours has five so you go one down and then one two three four up to is that right so one down that's first and then up 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 yeah so it would still throw me off though because i could never like i almost like need to like feel it but i couldn't feel it or like you know because of automatic you know well it's in it, gear you're it just tells there you what gear you're in so it's like 
Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, park or neutral or reverse, whatever it tells you. And in the motorcycle, it I don't have that visual to tell me where I'm at. So Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit of a mind game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then the clutch is also a little bit tricky. You've got to understand when it's going to catch and when to give it gas and when to let off. And then you have to pull it in to switch gears. So there's a lot of you know, moving around on it. Yeah. So I need an automatic motorcycle. <laughs> they, they make them. They do make them. Yeah. But I, there, there's also just the thrill of switching gears. Your car right now, and, and I think my car out there has the little buttons on the side of the steering wheel where we can actually manually transfer the gears. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's an automatic slash manual, so you can kind of manipulate it a little bit, but not so much on a motorcycle. So, Mikey, when you learn, you know, maybe what we'll do is we'll get you one of these little scooters because scooters are automatic. Right. We might get you a little 150 scooter. Um, that way you could kind of put around with us and not have to worry about shifting gears. So does the motorcycle not tell you like what gear you're in no it, it doesn't talk well like it doesn't have like a speedometer or like whatever to tell you like what gear you're well in. yeah you have a speedometer but the speedometer doesn't tell you what gear yeah. you're in that tells you how fast you're going right now <laughs> if you're in an automatic in a car you know what gear you're in because you could look over at the stick and see what position it's in yeah and sometimes being in third and fifth is really kind of hard to understand so if you're not used to going from second to th third and then you go into fourth and if you go into fifth you have to push up and away from you if you don't do that you're going to go back into third and all of a sudden your car goes <laughs> see now i'm sound now i'm providing the sound <laughs> well, effect yeah, that, was that, that was pretty good that was that pretty good that was pretty good now, when you, you've downshifted on a motorcycle and you've heard that same noise, yeah. the, the downshifting noise, the car will do that as well. So, yeah. Well, that's helpful to know. Yeah. So now I understand, you know, we went over, you know, the lane splitting. Yeah. Um, I'm never a fan of lane splitting. splitting. No. I, I just, I, I don't like it. Yeah. That's me personally. If you're on a, a little quick bike and you could go through there, you know... Um, I, I don't know. I, I, the problem is, is everybody, the idea for, you know, everybody else besides that motorcyclist is he's cutting the line. Right. So that would be like standing in line at Disneyland and some guy comes up <laughs> and we all do it because, you know, they have their fast pass. So we, right. we've done it where we've been in standing in line because we don't have fast pass. And that one guy comes strolling in and everybody utters in the, under the breath, you, you son of a, yeah. you know, we do that. Oh yeah. Um, now perfectly legal. Right. But you don't like it sometimes. You know, yeah. you cut line now. Now now I'm just going to take me longer to get on this ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it would be good in situations where, you know, for example, if there was an accident or something to where, you know, I mean, like you said, because you're sitting there on this hot running bike, you know, if you can get through and kind of get around so that you're not, I mean, and I know that still doesn't sound fair. But, I mean, it's just one of those things where... Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you 100%. I don't like it. I can understand it. I understand why they do it. It's that hot engine coming up. You're sitting there. You're also vulnerable between two large cars. What if that right. car behind hits the car behind you and then you you get smushed between... Because you're not, you're, you're not protected on a motorcycle. You know, the, the, right. That's the fact. So I could I could understand it. 
Uh Um, I could understand it with, you know, high traffic areas. I don't think we have here in Omaha enough traffic that it causes a problem that you have to do that. Now, if you're going 70 miles an hour on I-80 and, you know, the traffic's flowing, then no, you don't need to do it. Just get in line and go with the flow. Right. Now, there is a difference between lane splitting. So, lane Mm -hmm. splitting is when there's traffic, cars are stopped, and the bike bike goes up the middle between the two cars. Mm -hmm. There's That's lane splitting. There's also lane weaving, and that's when... You're like, and, and I can show you videos. It's where they, their, you know, traffic's are going and that car is just zipping in and out of cars. Right. I mean, really quick. I mean, I, I've seen a motorcycle in a matter of seconds go past three different cars, and, you know, zigzag through them yeah. with no room in there. So if one of those cars was trying to get over to the left lane or let's say Mikey was like driving and we're like, Mikey, you got to get off here. And he hits his turn signal and starts getting over because he didn't see anything there. All of a sudden, motorcycle comes out of nowhere and wham. Yeah. And unfortunately, I hate to say it, but that's, you know, kind of their bad. They shouldn't be doing that. You know, I I mean, I hate to say something, you know, the problem is, is you could kill the person. Right. And, you know, even an accidental death like that whether it's your fault or not you're gonna feel horrible you're gonna feel horrible can you imagine how a new driver would feel when that happens oh yeah so yeah i i don't recommend doing something but it happened to me i remember the guy and i i I went over and of course he took off on me he was faster than me i'm in my i was in my truck Mm -hmm. there's no way i could have caught him there's no way f-150 against a a little rice rocket no they're not gonna happen that cross rocket would definitely you know, and he could he he weaved in and out of traffic. He was gone before, and, and around the corner, and and those corner like yeah. crazy. Oh yeah, I remember that. That but, was yeah. And, and now you, when you corner on a, on a motorcycle, that lean. If yeah. you're not used to that lean, that that kind of gets you, doesn't it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> so now when we went to Shinatig, uh, Shinatig, I was going to say Shinatoga. I don't know why I was going to say that. Shinatig, uh, we got the little fifty cc's. Yeah, those only go like thirty five. 45 40 miles an hour at most yeah. if you're going downhill and the winds against it winds against with you yeah and the speed limit on the island anyway was only like no more than 40 so i wasn't really too worried about traffic well, there <laughs> well the main roads i think the main road was 40 everything else was like 25 to yeah. 35 so yeah. those things putted around just fine oh yeah so those were fun <laughs> yeah so somewhere like that i you know i was like this is fun you know i'm like (laughs) well and we we went down to the lake of the ozarks on our bikes yeah um that and that was actually one of your first major rides that you did right it was yeah so we went down and we just kind of rode rode the uh the boardwalk there what what is that called down there that main aisle um they call it the strip the strip okay yeah so we rode the strip we went out we we went out that night and we went out and you know went to a couple of the local local areas and shops and stuff and you know we rode our bikes down there right um and then when we left lake of the ozarks um you rode up part way up with me yep. so we had your dad drive my truck we said take it nice and easy <laughs> yeah and then next thing we know he's gone right um he was out of sight i had no clue he he, he decided to use my all every bit of that gas pedal i have yeah. on that truck yeah and then we were trying to play catch up to catch him um, which we finally did. Um, and you rode for quite a while outside of there. I want to say for a good almost hour or so, right? 
Um, I think it was about an hour and a half to two hours, I think. Okay. And then you, then we, we stopped, you put your bike on the trailer and I continued to ride up from Lake the Ozarks all the way up to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from Kansas City, I rode up all the way to Omaha. Right. And we did, uh, like we took 75 up, didn't we? Yeah. I think the side we, road. Yeah. We went through like St. Joe and just went up highway 75. That was a nice ride. Yeah. I think I kicked back a couple times. <laughs> I put on my uh, cruise control yeah. um, and I just kicked back. And then I realized about, uh, as we were going up the road, I, I realized I'm like, wow, well, I'm way too comfortable here on this bike. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, if I keep this up, I'm going to fall asleep. So yeah. I had to, I had to like start getting up and, and kind of moving around a little bit. So it, when you, when you, you say, you know, they could get comfortable. Yeah. That's why I have that bike. Oh yeah, it's got the the backrest for me, and mm-hmm. you know I've gotten older, so you're, he's right. I can't. Can you imagine sitting over the gas tank like that? And like, mm-hmm. I mean, no, that does not even sound comfortable. No. Now, when I used to really go, I mean, I on that little two fifty, what I do is I'm, you're, the pegs are underneath where you are there, mm-hmm. and then you have rear pegs for the back passenger. I'd have those passenger pegs all the way down because when I would go, when I would start going on that bike, and I could go. Yeah. I would lay down on that gas tank. My my elbows would be like on the side of the gas tank. My legs would be on that back passenger, and I'm like almost flat down. And there's like a, it's a little windshield, maybe three four inches, <laughs> and I'm all behind that underneath that windshield, and I'm just going. There's no wow. I'm, I have that airflow going. Wow. So you can get those those little crotch rockets can go. Yeah, they can. So. Um, <laughs> Do you, which one do you like? Do you like those? What, what bikes do you like? I mean, I, I know you go look at them with us. Uh, you know, I can't really say because I haven't ridden on too many. Because I think the only ones I've ridden on are yours. Well, yeah, you've ridden on the back of mine. And you've ridden on the back of the 1100 and the the uh, 1700. Though they're both nice. Yeah, well, it's comfortable. Um, you have it's, it's a different experience driving it though, right? I mean, oh, you yeah. used to ride on the back, mm-hmm. Rebecca, and then you know you're driving your own. Yeah. Um, some people don't ever make that change over. Uh, I'm really glad to see there's a lot more women riding. Oh yeah, I was just talking to one of the ladies that was in my class last night too, and my motorcycle safety training class, and she's like, "Yeah, she's like, I'm starting to ride by myself, or I'll have somebody follow me." So yeah, and, and, and it's weird because she was the one. I don't. I think she had to retake the class, but she's like, she's awesome. So that's good. That's yeah. good. Um, it's it takes a little bit of time to get get on the bike and ride. Yeah. Um, you're not riding solo. You're riding with me. Um, you don't, oh. you're not riding by yourself out right. there. Yeah. You know, you ride side by side with me. Yeah. Um, I'm typically in the lead. You're second chair for me. Yeah. If we ride Chad, with Chad, Chad likes to ride the lead. I'm, um, I think you've let me lead a few times. Have I let you lead yeah. a few times? Because um, you didn't know where you were going. So you let me lead. Okay. I, I, I think that is correct. Yeah. I think I, I'll be honest. I'm not one that likes to be the lead bike. Yeah. Um, I prefer to be kind of in the middle of the pack or uh, almost at the back um, so I could kind of watch what everybody else is doing and see where they're going. Uh, that's just the, who I am. Um, I don't mind. Generally, if I'm in a big crowd, everybody wants me up front because I'm good with the signals and stuff like that. Um, there's a lot of hand signals that go along with the uh, with riding Mikey. Like, and there's a lot of times where you'll actually point with your foot so if you have a pothole coming up or a dead animal, 
you actually point with your foot so that lead bike will point with their foot that way everybody behind knows that there's a dead animal and you'll see they'll be they'll be across the lane and you'll see the whatever side it is so if that dead animal was in the left side of the lane you'll see the left side kind of pivot over to the right and kind of shuffle in everybody will kind of line up and then you'll pass the animal and then everybody will go back out <laughs> um it, it's you ever seen uh, the olympics where they have that synchronized swimming kind of deal do you remember that yeah um have you seen any of that mikey a little bit a lot of that a lot of that writing kind of is reminiscent of that synchronized swimming kind of deal because a good group that had been riding together they just move so fluid Mm. it's it's really cool to see um like when i went up uh i when i went up to pike's peak oh yeah that was um, a good trip that was a good trip now i had no clue who those bikers were yeah we met them at one of the stops we met them at the very bottom so we pulled in the very bottom or no, it was halfway up. It wasn't. No, it wasn't even halfway up. It wasn't even halfway up. It was more like one of the first stops. Yeah. So you go through the gate, and then there's like this little stop right, right at the very base of the mountain. I think it was a couple miles up. But... A couple miles up. No big deal. Yeah. So I pulled in. We pulled in there. Um, I think we were looking at a gift shop, is what we were trying to do. Yeah. Um, and it was there was really nothing there. We came out, and um, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tag along with these guys. Um, and then you were still, you were in the SUV with Susie. Right. Um, and then I rode with them. I, do you remember what position I was in? I don't even remember the position. I think you were kind of towards the end, I think. Yeah, I think there was, uh, I wasn't at the very end, but I was kind of, I was in the middle of the pack. So, I mean, more toward the back of the pack, but in the middle. Yeah. Um, what did you think about, I mean, when you saw us going up the hill, it looked like we were riding together forever, didn't it? It did, yeah. It looked pretty good, so... Mikey, you were in that trip, too. So, did you watch it? Not particularly. Not really. <laughs> okay. He's 15. He doesn't pay yeah, attention. Yeah, doesn't pay attention. Or he was, like, 13 at the time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because that was a couple of years ago. Well, and you rode when we were... We went to a picnic out there, mm-hmm. um, and I rode the bike. I, I think when we were out there, I was every, t- every chance I got, I was riding that bike. Yeah. Um, you rode on the back a little bit there. Yeah, through Garden of the Gods. Uh, through Garden of the Gods. Uh, Mikey, when we were camping, he rode on the back there, and we raced the storm out of the mountains. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. <laughs> that, that was fun. That, I, I did enjoy that. It's just, you know, you, we were just like just a few feet ahead of that storm almost the whole time. And then as soon as we got out of the mountains, it was gone. Yeah, that that's crazy. Yeah, so, you know, I, I personally like pack riding. I like to ride with a group. That way they're... If something happens, you know, someone's there. If, you know, something happens and you're by yourself, you know, you can't, you have to kind of rely on a car or someone to call. And we all know how that goes. You know, right. we've seen car accidents where nobody wants to give a witness statement. Nobody wants to be a part of it. So they just all drive off. Yeah. So um, the courtesy to bikers is something that even bikers and cars both need to know. Yeah. Um. I get a lot of those because uh, I'm on with a, a lot of biker groups. I get a lot of those messages uh, right about this time. Um, it's like you know, it's biker season. You know, make sure you're watching out yeah. for bikers or watch your gla- grass clippings. Watch your glass grass ki- <laughs> clippings. Yeah, I remember that one time we were off on like um, 90th and 
I think it was Blur High Road. And I was just starting off and I think I stalled. Go, You know, like, because we were stopped at the light and I stalled trying to start back up. Right. And I remember this guy like honking at me and I was like... I remember you like sped up and went after him because I was like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you got about almost halfway. Th- you you started to go and then you stalled. Yeah. And then he honked and he damn near hit me as he went by. Right. Um. And then you started you started to go. I saw you go and I got in front of you yeah. and I went over and I gave him the bird. Yeah. And I'm like you know. Uh, it probably wasn't the smartest thing to do. I'll, I'll be honest, but right. I, I wanted to impress upon him that, yeah. listen, you know, don't do that kind of shit. Yeah. I, I and I'm hoping that, and, and and I've done that in the past too. We were pulling into a parking lot, and someone like just almost pulled right out in front of you, didn't even see you. Yeah. And uh, I was behind you when that happened, and you went, and there was enough room for me to get over, and I got over, laid on my horn. And I stopped my bike and I said, pay the fuck attention. Yeah. <laughs> I was mad. I yeah. was mad because she, she damn near hit you. Yeah. And she wasn't paying any attention to anything. That could, you could have been a pedestrian and she would have hit you. Right. And I guess that's kind of my thing. Like, w- before I started riding myself, like, I was always, like, very cautious if I saw a bike. And I know that some people aren't. Right. And, you know, like, so when I was starting to ride, I'm like, oh, I'm like someone's gonna hit me you know i'm like well and (laughs) i i hate to say it this way but that's why i would prefer you on the 1100 the size difference between the 650 and the 1100 is a big difference yeah but i can pull the 650 up off myself (laughs) that's but you're but you're also not riding by yourself so you don't that doesn't have to happen every time that you've laid that bike down and it's been at like two miles an hour or zero when you forgot to put the kickstand down yeah I was there. I got the bike up for you yeah. every time. Yeah. And I'm going to do that every time. <laughs> um, it, but it is a heavier bike and it's a bigger bike. Oh, yeah. It's huge. So, well, it's not huge. I mean, the you, you, the, the weight difference is, I think, maybe 100 pounds. To me, it's huge, though. I, I get that. But <laughs> I would rather have you on a bigger bike that people can see yeah. than a smaller bike that people don't see. Yeah. Um, I I think I would like to get some better saddlebags for that bike for you um, that have the lights on, you know, the the lights on in the saddlebags as well. So it gives you a bigger imprint back there. Yeah. Floorboards. So there's some, there's some customization that we could still do that will make you more comfortable on that bike. Okay. It's, it's, it's right now you can understand it's geared for me. Right. So what we need to do is we need to go through and re-gear it to you. We're going to change the height of the handlebars. We're yeah. going to change it. We're going to change a lot of things that it's more comfortable for you. Okay. So, yeah, that sounds good. And then, you know, Mikey, when he gets one, he's going to probably start on, like I said, he's going to start on a little scooter. Yeah. If anything. And then if he graduates to a, to a motorcycle, it's, it'll be, you know, probably a smaller bike and then work their way up. Here's the thing. I'm scared to drive in a bike. Why? I just feel like, I just feel like, if you are like you're smaller so it's like easier to tip over like a bicycle almost and it's like (laughs) i kind of fear that i'll fall yeah i think we all have that fear new bike you're gonna probably fall i'll be honest with you there 
Well, you see, that's the thing. Is I don't want this giant metal thing crashing down on me. Um. So there's this. There. There's. You, you heard me and 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 Chad talk about it a little bit about uh, ditching your bike. When you go down, you have to. There's a point where you know you're going to go down. That you just have to abandon that bike and you have to ditch it and roll <laughs> and roll. You, it's it's it, same thing. Tuck and roll. You got to roll with it a little bit. You got to understand that you're going to fall and you're going down. There's times where you just have to ditch it. Okay, then. Yep. Um, I will tell you, and and that's when when I say ditching it is if you try to go down and you're like I can recover, I can recover this, and you get past a, to- a point of no return and you don't move your legs out of the way, your legs can get underneath that bike. And it'll probably break them. Right. Well, it could break it, it could scar it, it could rip your whole leg off. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that could happen. Uh, you could be <laughs> yeah. you, you could be an amputee because of that happens. That's why I said when when you know, if you have to ditch your bike, you have to ditch your bike. There's no other way around it. Does it happen very often? I will tell you, I've never had to knock on wood. Where's my wood? I've never had to ditch a bike. Now I've fallen off a bike, and I've I, I learned when it went down that I had to move my I had to move my way. But that wasn't really. I mean, it wasn't. I was I was right. I'm like, yep, I'm gonna throw the bike away. It's like I was already halfway down. I'm like, yep, I I just fell off. And you got to move quickly. You got to get your your leg out of there. And uh, I'll be honest, it, the first time I I actually fell off a bike, it was um, I was coming out of a back alley from a friend's house and as i was going um one of the someone was throwing something in the trash in one of the dumpsters and they flipped the lid over and that lid came over and i had to swerve out of the way as i swerved out of the way i ran over dog feces and that hit that back tire and that caused the tire to slip yeah it happened so quick that i mean i I, I technically ditched the bike, but it was it was it wasn't like okay I got to ditch the bike. It was like it happened so quick that it was just a natural reaction. Hmm. So I, I mean I'm like okay I got back up, got on the bike, and then you know cleaned. You know, I grabbed a hose, I rinsed off the back tire so I didn't have poop all over the place, and then I, I went over. Now I've ridden a dirt bike. Um, I started on a dirt bike man dirt bike has a different animal it's it has little knobs on the wheels so it's it's designed to get in that dirt and it doesn't slip around as much as people think it does you can make it slip around quite a bit but you can yeah (laughs) i remember going through mud and then i had a a mud stripe down my back because that mud that tire flipped up mud all over the back so i mean you're gonna ride a dirt bike you're gonna get dirty yep so now it's the same with riding a horse there's a point where if that horse is going to start to go down and you're riding a real horse, mm-hmm. if that horse starts to buck or, or go down or something happens with that horse, you're going to have to jump off that horse. You have to ditch that horse. You can't have that horse land on you. Yeah. I would rather have a motorcycle land on me than a horse. A horse is heavier. Well, yeah, that's true. Much heavier. Yeah. You know, not only that, but once that horse comes down, if he tries to get up, he's going to push into me. Right. That motorcycle, you know, wait for someone to come pick it up. And it's gonna, <laughs> the only thing is, is if, if you're right by the engine, it's hot or that exhaust pipe, you're going to get burned. Yeah. You know, so you got to, you got to watch that. But yeah, it, it's, it's, 
It's a little scary, but I will tell you, I've avoided a lot of accidents on that motorcycle because I was able to see it coming. I was behind that. I was behind a car and I look in my rear view mirror and I see that car coming up really quick. So I, I'm in first gear. I just kind of go up, shoot up beside the car beside me and that car ran into the car right there. And I looked over and they're like, I'm like, and they go, Oh my God, were you behind me? I'm like, yeah, I moved. They're like, Oh my God. You know, and you know, they were, you know, they were kind of scared for me. Yeah. And then, then they realized, wait, wait, this guy hit us. <laughs> we got to get his stuff. And and I sat there and I gave, you know, I, I was a good Samaritan. I gave him all the information. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I would recommend, like I said, a scooter to start with. Um, something small. Um, you don't ride your bike off often enough. You need, if you're going to go that route, I would recommend practicing on a regular bicycle before you go into a motorcycle because it's it's a balance thing isn't it it is yeah so you think you know i know people that can go like just kind of putter up and just go so slow that you're like i don't know how that guy's standing up how's that guy (laughs) how's that how's that motorcycle staying upright it's a balance um you that 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 takes time and and how to learn it rebecca's not at that point yet when you get up you you start to get slow and then you almost kind of weave a little bit because you could feel it starting to go through and then yeah. you know you have to choose you know i always recommend putting both feet down i always recommend doing that because if you put your foot down and there's gravel or anything on the road and you only put one foot down you're going to go down if you're able to get both foot down even if they slide out you know you're still you still have a whole nother foot on on the ground there just a little easier so yeah that makes sense um i now i don't ride a touring bike a touring bike is the the gold wings or those huge those huge huge bikes yeah um i would like one just because i think that would be you know the one that has the cup holders oh yeah the mini refrigerator (laughs) in the front the radio windshield wipers you know all i want would want is a a cup holder, GPS, and a radio. Oh, you have your phone, and we have a radio on your bike, right? Yeah. It's not loud. You, you, it's a, it's a motorcycle radio. It's not loud. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's that's the problem with motorcycles is not really when you're. It's great when you're putting around town because you hear it, but once you get on the freeway, if you're going anything over sixty miles an hour, you're not hearing the radio. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to put earbuds in and something like that. Or they make head uh headsets that go in your your head your uh your helmet. Your helmet and yeah. yeah. Oh now we're gonna have a no helmet law here going on. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the year I think, right? Um I, I don't, think that's what Chad said. I think that's what Chad said. Yeah. I read um, something about it too a little bit. So um now that's where me and Chad's philosophy changes. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's a free spirit, um, so if he doesn't have to wear a helmet, he doesn't want to wear a helmet. Yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. I always like to wear a helmet. So if, even if I'm going through a state that doesn't require the you know a helmet, I prefer to wear a helmet. Yeah, I would too. Um, I, I don't know why. I, I've I've worn it so long that it's just part of riding part of the experience for me yeah have i ridden without a helmet yeah a few times um you almost feel kind of naked with it out mm. there yeah i mean i haven't done it so i don't know so i i've done it on accident i've done it a few times if i've had to make it like a quick 
a quick trip somewhere and i was in a state that didn't have a helmet law um so it's it's kind of weird there but yeah i don't know so yeah me and like i said me and chad could have gone on for like all, all kinds of stuff at least another hour <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at least if not more so yeah. And we, we could have them back and we could talk more about motorcycle stuff. And, you know, as you know, we're getting into the riding season now. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is we can, uh, we're going to do an oil change on your bike. Right. And then we're going to get those bikes out. Um, so after maybe, maybe at the end of the season, what I would suggest is ask, you know, writing down some questions and then we could revisit the show and have Chad back on and, and maybe you could ask him some questions or, or maybe even get some more, uh, advice advice or you know more you know from an experienced writer get a little bit more uh information that that may help you down the road yeah that sounds like a good um, plan the one girl told you to chew gum right yeah to kind of keep you it kind of keep really... you aware or something yeah. uh, chewing gum kind of helps keep you know it, they say that you know in school like if you chew gum when you're trying to study for a test and then you chew gum while you're taking the test you're gonna have better memory for it hmm. that, that's actually a thing they say the same thing with music. They say if you're like if you're study listening to a certain type of music, and then you play that music while you're taking the test or doing something like that, it helps recall memory. Yeah, you, I would have never thought that, but <laughs> so it, it's it, the that's it's one of those little things that you didn't realize could be a could do it for you and, and understand. Yeah. So, yeah. So we'll get Mikey a scooter. <laughs> or no, you don't want you want are you not wanting to wanting to I mean you're you're just learning how to drive a car. What do, what do you think about driving a car? I mean for a car it's I guess it's not that bad per se. But it's something new for you. You've never done it and it's it's and, a lot. <laughs> And you guys make it look so easy because you've been doing it for so long. So. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the difference between an experienced driver and a non-experienced driver. When you're just learning, yeah, that's going to be the the problem. So what you're experiencing in a car, Rebecca's kind of experiencing on a motorcycle. She's been driving a car forever since she was 16. Yeah. So, But now riding a motorcycle in her second year, she's still you know has reservations she still go you know i'm there's still an unsure you know nature for that you know me i've been riding motorcycles dirt bikes horses basically anything i could ride i would ride so it it didn't matter what it is jet skis boats yeah didn't matter if if i could get get behind the wheel and drive it i'm gonna drive it so i've been doing and i've been doing that so long that I can go out there and jump on a bike and just go. And right. it doesn't matter what bike it is. That comes with experience. You can't learn something, you know, just like, and, and this is the same thing I'm going to tell, you know, that we tell Mikey. So Rebecca, you tell Mikey, you're like, Hey, you've got to get time behind that wheel. You've got to get practice. Cause if you don't practice, you're not going to be good at it. Right. That same advice as comes to a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. And so you that's where you need to take your own your right. own advice there, right? I know, I know. So I don't know, what do you so and you go out with with me and Chad all the time. Yeah. So we we constantly talk about kind of all kinds of stuff. You guys do, yep. So are you now I'll go on his podcast. What about you? 
I might, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, you're you're ready for something like that? Maybe. Okay. Now yeah. we we have a we're trying to play catch up with a lot of our shows now. We are, yeah. Being out of commission for almost a month. Yeah. Um, kind of did a took a toll on our our schedule here, right? Yeah. So I and think, now that you're feeling better, I don't feel good, and it's just like crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, we're gonna push through it, though. I think, right? Yeah. So the next one is gonna be airlines. That's gonna be that's gonna be your cup of tea. It is, yeah. So that's gonna be all you, and then after you, we're gonna try and I think we're trying to line up uh, Chris Johnston for the chiropractor show. Correct. Yep. And then we're gonna do. Uh, a makeup show uh for makeup cosmetics right i didn't realize that there was such a a love hate with cosmetics did you no uh, we were talking with a with a friend that hopefully we're gonna have her on the show uh and i was talking to her last night and i guess there's a you know there's a lot of arguments in the comments for that i mean i didn't realize makeup was such a hot topic <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> um, like people get get angry. I guess I didn't. You know, is there a right way or a wrong way to do it? Mm, so yeah. Now these two, they they wear makeup. They order makeup. I think they constantly, if they get they'll they'll order some makeup. They'll try it. They don't like it, and they pass it off to each other. And they're uh, they have this whole makeup like you know borrowing program going on mm. over there. Okay. We we play we game night at game night we play and we all wore a lot of makeup when we were doing the uh, the Japanese campaign or the Oriental campaign. Yeah, we did every once in a while. So um, so yeah, the, so we we wore you know makeup is makeup. I mean, everybody wears it. I mean, you watch TV, whether you're a man or a woman on TV, they have makeup on. They they sit on a makeup chair, they yeah. put makeup on, and and it helps with the lighting and all that stuff. Right. So makeup is kind of a part of our life for, you know, entertainment value. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna dive into the makeup videos and see where those go. I don't okay. know where that path is gonna. I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole. Okay. I'm, I'm willing to do that for the show. All right. Have fun. <laughs> I will. I will. My, Mikey, I need you to do some backup research on there. I need to know the right foundation for my my skin tone. <laughs> that that's probably a good question for probably somebody more experienced with makeup. Okay, well you're going to take drama, aren't you? Yeah. So drama, guess what, Mikey? I'm going to be putting on makeup. You might be putting on makeup <laughs> if you're going to be on. In I want to say when I took drama, that was a you know I had to sit in the makeup chair. Hmm. Um, they had a you know I hated it. Yeah. Um, because they I. I at that age, I couldn't really sit still. Right. You know, I'm like, just hurry up and get it done. Let me get out on stage. So, yeah, it gets uh, it gets kind of fun. So, airlines, chiropractor, makeup. Yep, that's how we're going. All right. Well, that's that's kind of the plan. So, no, I'm I'm pretty good with what we did with them with the motorcycle stuff. Mikey, I think you're even done editing the show already, right? Oh yeah. All right, so we're it's going to be in queue to be released. Yes, it is. All right, and uh, I think that was I think that was uh, Chad's first time actually on a podcast. Really? Yeah, I don't think he's ever done a podcast before. So uh, that was his first experience. Um, he he likes to talk with his hands. Yeah. So if you listen to the show and you, if you hear 
you know, a kind of like a bump. That was probably him bumping the mic. <laughs> yeah. So keep that in mind. It was his first show. He wasn't, he's not used to that yet. So, yeah, yeah he's not used to how sensitive the mics are so well it's also we we have the boom arm so they're right in your face so you have to talk into the mic and if you talk with your arms and chad's kind of an animated guy he's uh really animated he's kind of like me we're 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 really close to the same i have to really concentrate to keep my hands down Uh, even now i'm kind of talking with my hands and occasionally, I, I think even on one episode, you heard one of our cats, you know, get, you know, Mal or, you know, dogs will, you know, right now the dog's underneath the table. So if that dog, if something happens outside, that dog's going to jump up, <laughs> yeah. hit the table, you're going to hear the mic stuff go, and then you're going to hear a, a pinging and then gone. So we try to do these in the evening when not a lot of stuff is going on, right? Yeah. So, and then Mikey, you're really good at editing, you know, where you can get that reduced to as much as possible if if not hopefully it happens when no one's talking and you could just kind of wipe wipe it out right oh yeah all right so I, feel I, like, I feel like i've gotten pretty good with this editing stuff okay i feel like i have a lot more better experience than i did when i first started doing it a little bit better understanding of what goes on and how it works right yeah okay well and and that's good because you're going to start doing this next year for school right because you're going to do audio video editing drama so you're going to have a pretty good school for this kind of stuff right yeah i am so you're going to hopefully take what you learn here and take it there with you and then take things that you learn there and bring that to our show to hopefully make a better show i will surely try okay yep and then hopefully the dogs kind of keep calm they were very excited to see Chad. They were, yeah. Normally the dogs, um, our two dogs go over there and play with his, I believe his dog's name is Irie. Right. Mm-hmm. So the dogs go kind of back and forth. They have their play dates. Yeah. Um, so our dogs were a little confused with Chad coming over without Irie. Irie. Yeah. Um, they could smell Irie on him, but they're like, wait. Where, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing here without the dog? <laughs> yeah um how dare you I mean, it's just almost <laughs> kind of how they they have their attitude so yeah. that happens that happens so i think it's a i think it was a pretty good show i think it was a pretty good show too yeah so and the airline's gonna be all you you ready for that no Norm- <laughs> but i will be normally for these i do most talking because i'm the main host and you're you know as co-host i think I don't know the makeup show. We might reverse that too, because I mean, you you wear makeup, I don't. You know. Yeah, a little bit sometimes. Well, typically it's it's like you know I see you go in the bathroom and I say, okay, we're gonna go, we're gonna get ready to leave, and then you go in the bathroom. I'm like, okay, you tell me when you're five minutes to the door, because yeah. then I can start getting ready. Yeah. So that's kind of the way it works here. So well, we'll see. You'll you'll hopefully you'll be able to keep going and you'll do most of the talking on the next show okay are you ready for that are you sure uh we'll see all right well i think that's our uh, our after show i think uh i think it went pretty well it did yep all right well thank you guys for listening hopefully you'll uh come back for uh, rebecca's airline show yep <laughs> all right take care everybody all right bye everyone bye.